Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. It's great to be with you, and this is the week where we talk about all things real estate with our guru of that. That would be Nick Wise of REMAX Results and also the president of the Board of Realtors for Elkhart County and even the one that uh, heads down to Washington every once in a while with Rudy Ockham to uh, basically say what's happening in the state. So happy to have you here per usual. Thanks so much, Nick Wise. Well, Laura, thanks for having me on again. I'm glad to be here. I always love checking in with you every month because, I don't know, I just am personally very um, interested in real estate. And I have to say that a lot of people are. It's just something that really excites people and moves them to like to see what's going on with the trends. People like me, I mean, we look on, you know, I get MLS listings all the time just because I want to see what's going on. I want to see what the trends are and what, you know, homes are going for and such. So you obviously have your finger on the pulse of all of it. And you really have the details as well. So today we get into a little bit more of the details. What's going on with the market right now? It changes month to month, I feel like. And uh, so where are we at right now? Yeah, we've been experiencing a really strong swing back into that strong seller's market where we have a lot of buyers who are competing for the listings that are available, which has once again reduced our level of inventory of available homes on the market causing some frustration for buyers. They're back into that situation where we're seeing a lot of multiple offers. We had one recently that had 19 offers on one home. So there again, you have that situation where we got one winner, the other 18 go back into the pool of buyers and they wait for the next home to come up in their demographic and then they pounce on it. Wow. So when you say, you said 19, so 19... Can you tell me this? What was the price of the house? Obviously, we're not mentioning names, but what was the price of the house? And what was the criteria that led so many people to want this house? Yeah, I think the main theme right now is affordability. You know, some of the the higher end homes are still sitting a little bit longer, even in the, you know, the upper middle income homes are still sitting a little bit longer, although they're they're starting to pick up too. Uh, it's really the affordability of some of these homes. So the one in, that I was mentioning here that had the 19 offers, was $160,000 asking price. And I believe it, it hasn't closed yet, I don't think, so I want to be a little bit careful, but I believe it ended up going for over twenty grand over asking price. So we had kind of gotten away from that for a little bit. Even when we were having a, you know, two, three, four offers you know, in, in March and in early April where the market had kind of slowed down, everybody's kind of figuring out what's going to go on, interest rates keep going up, you know, is it time to panic? I think everybody kind of collectively said, oh, it's okay. The economy is actually still looking okay, at least in the real estate sector. It's looking pretty strong. And so all the buyers kind of came flooding back. And again, in those those more affordable homes, which are getting harder and harder to find, you've got still that pent-up demand of all these people who maybe did leave the market. You know, they, they looked for a year. They made five, six, seven, ten offers on homes. They didn't get one. They took a step back and they, they waited. And I think they're all coming back out now. And so it is, it's creating, again, these situations where a lot of people are going well over asking price. They're waiving their inspections. They're giving the most favorable terms they can imagine to the seller, like, hey, stay in the home for a month after closing for free, you know, and, and all these different things that they can offer up. We're starting to see some of that come back out. Yeah, I was going to say, what is the buyer, excuse me, what is the seller doing 
how are they choosing? You've got 19 offers, and like a lot of them said, there's incentives there. People are waiving the inspections and saying, ah, take your time moving out. I don't really need it for another couple months or whatever. But really, what makes a seller choose one out of 19? Do you know in the particular, this case? Well, it's it's tricky. I mean, in this particular case, um, I had a buyer... Uh, that was involved in this, who went well over asking price, but they really wanted the opportunity to do inspections, even though they had offered to buy it as is. So, as I think we talked about before, with an as is offer, you have the right to do inspections. If you find a defect, you can terminate that purchase agreement. So, you can basically say, hey, Mr. Seller, we found a defect. Have a good day. We're backing out of this agreement. So, as as a seller, you know, you, you always, we see it all the time. We want to sell this as is. What they really mean is, we don't want any inspections. We don't want to give an as is addendum. We don't want to give the buyer the right to do any inspections because if they find something, they could get cold feet, they could change their minds, they've got an out, and the seller has no recourse. So it's almost better to just offer up a purchase with inspections because at least when you do that, you have an inspections, the seller gets the right to to remedy any known defects that they find with that. But in this situation, it was again the, the buyer going well over asking price, waiving inspections, and again allowing that seller to remain in their home after closing for a set amount of time. Is there still that thing where people are writing letters uh, as to why? Um, because I, I remember that became a trend several years ago where when you had multiple buyers, people would send letters into the, the owners and this is why you should pick me because mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And they often it would be very, you know, tearjerker type of thing. I, you know, my family just went through this, but now, you know, our children are fine, but one was sick for many years and this is the perfect school for them. I mean, so tell us, uh, do they still allow that? So... No, is the short answer. Technically, yes, a buyer can submit an offer to to the seller if they can get that letter to them. As agents, we no longer carry that letter forward, and the main reason for that is lawsuits. So, if I bring a letter to a seller from my buyer and it says, hey, look at this sweet family, wouldn't you love this family to have your home? Now we have messed with the familial status of the other buyers who maybe don't have a cute, adorable family to put into a letter. That is... A no-no, and uh, that is a good way to to get yourself under some hot water. So, that has really ceased. Um, I I would say again, you know, there's an opportunity for for buyers to mail a letter and things like that. But there even is they need, people well, can still do that, or are they are they instructed not to, but they do it anyway. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. So you, you know, I tell my buyers you have to be really really careful with what you're doing here. Um, and sometimes they do they do do it anyway, and it's them acting of their own accord. But uh, you know, we as agents have been very strongly encouraged not to carry those. We call them love letters. Um, <laughs> you don't carry those love letters forward. You most certainly don't attach them and send them in with your offer because again, you are now exposing yourself to a great deal of legislative risk. Yeah, I when I sold my house three years ago, exactly. Um, I remember I wasn't given letters, but I was told by the various brokers, what the situations were, for example. And one of them was a young couple that just wanted, that loved the home so much that they just, that really touched me how they loved it the way I did. They explained how they loved it so much, you know, to their broker. The other woman, um, she had an autistic son who was going to live with her. And, you know, that was moving as well. But it all came down to exactly what you were talking about before. The one I took was the one with the cash offer who didn't ask for an inspection. Although yeah. she made me get out of there really fast, three weeks 
40 years of my life, I had to like rally and get out, you know, with my including my two cats and drive across country. So but, you know, but I think at the end of the day, no matter how interesting the stories are, or how much you know that somebody's going to love your home the way you've always loved it. It does come down to stuff, dollars and cents. Money talks. And, and most of the time when people are selling their home, it's so they can buy another one. You know, and, and especially if you're starting up or halfway through your life, you're probably buying a bigger home. So having that, that net come into you, that cash net come into you, you need that money. And you need that money to put forward on your next home, hopefully getting you to that 20% down, that magical number where you eliminate the mortgage insurance. You got your 20% down. The rest of it kind of does fall by the wayside. Heartstrings uh, notwithstanding, money talks. It's very interesting stuff. Well, I know there's um, some other things that uh, you'd like to get into today. Um, June is Home Ownership Month, and I'd like to do that as soon as we come back after the break and tell us what that means, um, because it's always a month of something, but I didn't know it was Home Ownership Month. My guest is Nick Wise. He is with Remax Results, and give your website because it's just better when you say it. You betcha. You can find me on the web at www.nicwyse. Nick Wise. We'll get, when we come back, more from Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith.